You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the 2020 Dragon Con Report. We weren't sure we were going to be able to get this one out there, but uh, we're glad to say that uh, we're back. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm very pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew. Of course, Director Mike Faber is here. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me back, Mike. I didn't know if we were going to be doing another one of these shows. I know. Our last, our episode, our, last, our fifth episode was very short and very uh, uncertain. Hey, it's not about the quantity. <laughs> it's about the quality, my friend. Just always oh, yeah. remember that. It was well produced. So Of course. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> of course uh, it's well produced. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, of course, we also have Darren Noel here. Hi, everybody. Guys, to see you again. I guess it's been a little bit. We were sort of wondering if we were going to actually continue this as well, correct? Yeah, totally. It was everything's up in the air. It continues to be up in the air, but it looks like Dragon Con's got a plan, so good for them. Uh, we also have with us our good friend Jen Adams. Jen, welcome back. Hello. Good to Good to hear from you as well. Always a pleasure to be here. Uh, we're also going to have with us Dragon Con's Director of Media Engagement, our good friend Dan Carroll. We'll talk to him in about a minute, uh, but got some uh, stuff I need to talk about, including the fact that we are a proud member of the ESO Network. We do have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page. Uh, the ESO Network, of course, has a Patreon page as well, so you can support us that way. Uh, we will be doing our best to provide some Dragon Con material there as much as we can, um, and as well as there's other exclusive material available for that for as little as, what did we say, Mike? A little as a dollar a month? A little as 25 cents a week. That's all it takes. a week. Oh, man. It's, it's even cheaper. <laughs> it's a gumball a week, folks. Just put it that way. <laughs> I could make some other things about chewing on things, but we're not going there. <laughs> if you would like to leave feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to email us at dragonconreport at esonetwork.com. We can also be found uh, via Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now... Mike, right? We're on Pandora. That's right, folks. We are on Pandora. That's Just right. don't open the box. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're one of the many uh, bad things in Pandora's box. <laughs> well, yeah. Damn straight, but we're the highest quality, so it's okay. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, we want you to be part of the station, so please feel free to join in in the discussion and all that social media. Uh, we're now we're going to get started with some news. <laughs> now let's get started with some news. And yes, we've got some some big news regarding Dragon Con, and of course, there's no better person to. Uh, let us know what the real story is than the Dragon Con's director of media engagement, our good friend Dan Carroll. Dan, welcome back. Mike and Mike, thanks for having me. I'm always excited to talk about Dragon Con because that's the thing I do. And this year is more interesting than ever. <laughs> that's that's a good word to use. Interesting. Yes. Uh, 
Um, I'm glad that there's something to report on. I'm glad that things are are happening regarding Dragon Con. Uh, let tell us exactly um, uh, exactly what the big you know the big decision was, and sort of if you can like what went into going ahead and making that decision. Those are great questions, Mike. Uh, basically, we waited for as long as we could before canceling Dragon Con 2020 uh, because we were all hoping we could have a live event. Now. When I say canceling DragonCon 2020, that just means the physical event. Uh, if we could have had a smaller social distancing DragonCon, we would. But uh, the the health guidance we've gotten, the communications we got from the hotels, uh, our communications back and forth with the city, we just knew that this was not going to be the right thing. So uh, working with our partners, uh, ACVB, which is the Atlantic Convention and Visitors Bureau, uh, everybody else that I've already talked about, we we made this decision to go virtual. And the virtual uh, system, we're still working out the details, uh, but it's going to be based on the virtual uh, DragonCon that we've been offering now for three or four years, uh, where for people who had DragonCon memberships for an additional uh, small fee, they could get an online version of DragonCon and they could watch DCTV live. And for people who were not able to make it to the show, they also could do this for a few years. But this year, we know that nobody's going to be able to make it to the show. So with our virtual show, we're going to have to pump that up and make it make it great. But, but the real message we want to let everyone know is that we made sure that DragonCon 2021 will be back, and it will be epic. Yes. Well, I mean, it, true to form, it, it always is epic. And I imagine that in its own way, it's going to be epic this year as well. Yeah, and that's what we're hoping for. Uh, and that's what we're working hard for. It's not just a hope, but it's it's an effort. And, and we've got plans in place. Uh, we're going to have a mixture of newly created content. Uh, I would not be surprised if you see some of your favorite Dragon Con guests coming in to be part of this virtual convention. Then we're also going to be creating content for the individual tracks and have virtual panels. Uh, and people are going to be able to log in and be able to comment. And their virtual panels will be, uh, the comments will be passed on to the moderator. And some of the questions can be asked, just like a real panel. Um, and also, DragonCon is very lucky that we have almost 20 years worth of archive material. Uh, and a lot of these are panels and, and presentations and costume contests that people have not seen before. So uh, that's going to be exciting. And probably the, the big news that's been going around the internet is that we're going to keep two of the greatest events at DragonCon going this year, uh, though we're going to be doing it virtually. And one of those is the masquerade. And the other one is the parade. Really? Yes. How 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 is that going? Can you tell us a little bit more? Or I know you're probably still working on details. But... Well, the details on the on the masquerade are still being worked on, but um, we're going to find a way to make sure everybody's contribution, everybody's presentation. Now, for those who have not been to DragonCon, let me take a step back. The masquerade is ostensibly uh, overall a costume contest, but it's different than most costume contests because you're also graded on your performance. If you dress up like Captain America, 
and Iron Man, well, you better fight and people should be flying around. But um, in most cases, you don't get to fly around, you get to jump a little bit. But that that presentation is included in your final score, and that's how prizes are awarded. So that masquerade will have the same sort of standard for not just presenting your costume, but presenting your costume in a way that it allows you to um, put on a little bit of show. Uh, and that's going to be gathered together and collected and, and put off uh, for, for commentary and for judging and for the DragonCon attendees virtually to uh, enjoy. Exciting. That is amazing. So uh, I think it is too. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, in fact, that is not information I had when, when I first started talking to folks about uh, virtual DragonCon. That's new. And the other thing that's new is that virtual parade. Wow. Uh, DC TV and our DC uh, DragonCon parade staff are working together and they're getting submissions from various uh, customers who would normally march in the parade. They're going to be marching in the parade virtually by submitting their videos of them marching. And then it's going to be edited together to form the parade. And it's going to be wow. grouped together like the parade is grouped together now. So that uh, if you don't, if you've never been to the DragonCon parade, it's one of the most amazing things in Atlanta. And it's set up so that the video gamers all walk together, the Star Trek people all walk together, the Battlestar Galactica folks all walk together. And at the end, always we have the 501st Stormtroopers bringing up the end of the parade. That's that's going to be awesome. I I, I am keen to see that. Um, now, normally, you know, to get to see Dragon Con, uh, of course, a membership is required to get in and have access to everything. Is that going to be the case with virtual Dragon Con as well? That will not be. This is going oh. to be a free virtual event for Labor Day weekend 2020. Um, it's not going to be the same as being with your friends. But we're going to include new content and old content, like I said. But most importantly, we're going to reach out to everyone in the universe. So if you are in the universe, it is free for you. If you're in an alternate universe, you have to discuss with DragonCon Office about charges. <laughs> you know, nothing's off the table as far as that goes. Um, I would imagine. I would imagine that. Uh, you know, despite the restrictions that you may have doing a virtual event, in some ways there's uh, open opportunities because uh, talented folks that would not be able to participate in person now can actually submit something uh, through virtual means and will have access to maybe even more uh, guests participating. Well, and that is that is yet to be seen. I don't want to make any commitments, but I I have heard some exciting rumors. And again, no commitments, but sure, there's going to sure. be some great. The possibility stuff going is on. there, though. Yeah, there are there are people who have wanted to come to DragonCon but have alternate commitments that may be able to take part in virtual DragonCon where they wouldn't in the past. And we're pretty excited about some of those opportunities. So, um, you know, when we talk to a lot of people about Dragon Con, obviously guests, parade, costumes, panels, everything that, you know, that Dragon Con uh, has 
is important to people, but the most important thing that we um, that we hear from folks is that um, they like meeting up. They they love meeting up with their friends. They love meeting up, uh, having a good time, meeting new people and stuff like that. As far as the community goes, um, is Dragon Con doing anything uh, specific to sort of help with with uh, sort of inspire more community? Well, I, I think um, and fan interaction. Yeah, no, no, that that's a great question. But I I think Dragon Con uh, of all the conventions that I participate in does an incredible job of keeping their community alive, engaged, and informed all year round. Anyway, true. So true. I see lots of opportunities when it comes to Facebook, when it comes to Twitter, uh, for us to continuing to engage with with our fans. Um, you know, we have last year we had eighty thousand people attend DragonCon. This year we were on track to break that ninety thousand mark uh, already. And uh, what we're looking at is our our DragonCon official DragonCon page has one hundred eighty five thousand followers. And this way, all one hundred eighty five, maybe it's one seventy eight. It's somewhere in that range. Right? I don't want to get dinged for not being an accountant here, but it's sure. a lot. It's a <laughs> Numbers lot. are not my strong part either. So. Yeah, so if we have that 170 plus thousand people are now going to be able to participate in some aspect of Dragon Con, even if they don't go to everything over the weekend. Uh, and, and my understanding is, uh, let me be clear, Details are still being worked out, but we're sure. communicating them as they are worked out on our Facebook page, on our Twitter, follow DCTV, follow the DragonCon Parade. You'll get all the details uh, as they come out. But but the idea that we can op- op- open it up and offer such opportunities to people who've never been able to see a DragonCon panel in the past. Plus, uh, the thing that's really exciting to me is is – all these great panels I went to 10, 12, 13 years ago, uh, maybe some of those, some of my favorites are going to come back and they're going to show them again. Uh, I'd like to think that's going to happen. You know, it's, I, since I took my job as a director at DragonCon, I do not get to see a wide number of panels, uh, which is, you know that's fine. I'm 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 helping everybody else enjoy the convention, so I I'm I'm loving it. Uh, it's just different, but to be able to watch those panels that I get, I miss every year that that's going to be great for me. And and me as well. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to be a guest of you know and and have a table in the uh, comic and pop art area for the last uh, ten years. So uh, there's a lot of panels I've missed out on too. So the idea that We'll be able to not only participate this year in Dragon Con, but in in sort of preparation for for the epicness that will be Dragon Con 2021, we get to revisit like the past, which is pretty exciting. Uh, and, and it is. I mean, you know, you've been going to Dragon Con, Mike. How long have you been going to Dragon Con? Uh, this will this will be. I'll consider I'm going. So this will be my 26th year. Oh yeah, and that's a long time. And you remember when DragonCon was in one hotel? I do. I, I I do not. I remember when it was in three hotels or two and a half, really. Um, our, my first year of DragonCon, the other half of the Hilton was was a family reunion. Um, we didn't we didn't have the whole Hilton. Now 
where right. every every square foot of available space in five hotels plus America's Mart. Uh, and last year we expanded for the first time into 200 Peachtree, and we were hoping to have more dances and, and activities there. Um, you know, recently I was on a radio program where the I didn't get a chance to correct this, but you know, an announcer said that Dragon Con even has a dance. And that's not true. Dragon Con has four or five dances a night for for for, for five <laughs> nights now. <laughs> right. Um, you know, with the number of bands we bring in. Yeah. Uh, and and plenty and, of opportunities to dance. And that's and that's that's it. I, I mean we love our Dragon Con bands and, and I know the Filk track and the the concourse programming um we're trying to trying to do some stuff with those bands uh, to be able to make sure that they get to reach their fans um because dragon you know we talk about dragon fans but dragon is as much as it is an entity uh it's also a conduit and we want to make sure that that those creators who normally work with us who've worked for, for us for, worked with us for years get a chance to connect with their fans and the fans get to connect to as many creators as they can and that's that's from the the gaming side of the house uh from the music side of the house uh and like you said you're in the comic and pop art alley i i myself have just been doing a long uh a marvel read uh the past couple of days so uh i'm really i love the comic and pop art alley and, uh, you know, we're going to be working with as many people as we can. And uh, the other thing people like to do at Dragon Con, besides see their friends and, um, you know, enjoy staying up late and, and talking about nerd stuff, is, is they like to go buy stuff. And uh, we're, we're working on, on a system now to work with our vendors to be able to offer a virtual uh, Dragon Con dealership uh, situation. Um, you know, special specials that we can create and work with the, and, and we're doing this again. This is not a, this is not something that we're doing um, where we're, ta- we're, we're, we're trying to sell our stuff, but uh, we're helping them sell. But also we have a Dragon Con store and that's, that has already started having special 2020 opportunities to purchase Dragon Con merch. Cause we all love merch. I mean, I, I, I don't know if this the video is going to show up in the podcast, but you've got a lot of merch yourself there, Mike. <laughs> that I do, that I do. Um, and it's, that's a great segue because I, I did want to make sure that we talk about a little bit, um, you know, I, I am extremely thankful to, you know, all the volunteers, uh, the staff at Dragon Con, yourself, the, the board and everything like that. And I, I definitely want to make sure that, you know, I can understand that even though there's, uh, you know, uh, it's scheduled to go on next year. Nothing is certain, and this loss of having a live event is probably pro- probably pretty big for you guys. So I just wanted to see if there was any way that you know what ways we could support Dragon Con, either financially or with uh, you know with uh, sharing things or getting help promoting things, just to let people know that you know Dragon Con lives despite uh, the pandemic and uh, and will be there from for years to come so you already mentioned the store uh, with has merchandise and i know that there's 2020 merchandise that that is special that they're going to be selling there 
Um, anything, any other ways that you could think of for people to help and participate? Well, uh, two ways that, that I'm going to uh, spell out here. One, first and foremost, is to support our Dragon Con partners. Right now, our hotels are hurting, our restaurants and our bars in downtown are hurting. Everybody's not comfortable in Atlanta uh, with going out. I know myself, uh, I, I, I'm high risk, so I have to watch my exposure outside of my own home. I'm still mostly quarantining, but as soon as I feel comfortable, I'm going to be going out, grabbing dinner at some of the bars uh, over, well, I don't want to say bars because I'm not going to go to bars, but <laughs> right. uh, I'm a little, little, uh, little bit older. No, I, I um, uh, yeah, for medical reasons, I no longer drink. Um, so I am going to be going to the restaurants in the area around our five host hotels. Uh, as soon as I get an opportunity to spend an evening out, uh, I'm thinking of getting a room at the Hyatt. The Hyatt has been my my hotel for many, many years. It's where my office has been for many, many years. Uh, and it's where I stay. And I have a good rapport with those guys. And, and I'd like to see them continue um, doing business. So I'm going to I'm going to throw some business their way. Uh, I'm going to hit the hard rock. I'm going to hit um, Hughes, uh, H-S-U-E. Uh, that's my Chinese restaurant in my neighborhood anyway, because I, I live, you know, I live a half mile from the Hyatt. So I'm going to these restaurants anyway when it's not Dragon Con, but I'm going to make a special point of making my choices from that area because I know that they've been with us. I know they've been um, partners with us. I know they've enjoyed our crowds and have treated them right. And uh, I miss them, frankly. So that's that's one thing. And going back, uh, this is kind of a two-parter. Yeah, go look at the DragonCon store, www.dragoncon.org. Go look at the store for DragonCon merchandise. Um, but also, if you have not gotten a badge for uh, 2020 yet, you still have the opportunity to buy that at, at the uh, at-the-door price, and your membership automatically transfers to next year. So you're sure. set for 2021. Most importantly, everyone who has a badge by the uh, August 1st, and if you're listening after August 1st, sorry, you're, you're out of luck on this one, but anybody who purchases their membership before August 1st, uh, 2020, will get a special gift from us. It's a small token, uh, but it's going to be a one-of-a-kind, and it's only available to people who already have memberships. Okay, that sounds great. I might I might just get a membership just for that. <laughs> that's pretty excited, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 going to be it's going to be absolutely. I, I I I'm not sure I'm at liberty to give details, but I can tell you a lot of people have already asked me about getting DragonCon badges for 2020. This might right. be on the list. Awesome. Awesome. Well, very cool. Anything else that you want to uh, mention uh, before we let you go and get out of here? Oh, uh, let me see. I, I've got an official list of these are things I'm supposed to mention because they're cool. Um, I, I want to throw this out and this is for the DragCon community as I, I 
and this is, by the way, not on my list. So there, I'm going off book on this one. Oh, boy. I want to throw out uh, just a huge praise for DragonCon leadership. Uh, the DragonCon board and the DragonCon co-chairs uh, worked as hard as they could to provide a show for people. They listened, but they also realized that they had to make a decision on what was really best for the fans. So um, they had to listen to the authorities. They had to listen to the medical evidence. Uh, and they had to make a really hard decision that none of us, none of us like. Nobody liked the idea that we're going to have to wait a, a year for in-person Dragon Con, but they wanted to make sure that they made the right decision, and most importantly, that we will be back to see everybody in person, and hopefully, by the by, the gods who cover all viruses, that we'll be able to hug each other again next year, and we look forward to seeing you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and in the meantime, I guess we'll just have to settle for giving you a virtual hug now. Oh, that is the best thing in the world, Mike. Um, <laughs> and and uh, probably the thing I forgot to mention is I haven't given you details on where to watch virtual Dragon Con. Those are details that are being worked out. Keep looking at www.dragoncon.org. Follow Dragon Con at, at DragonCon on Twitter. And uh, join the official DragonCon uh, Facebook group or follow the DragonCon page on Facebook. And uh, so much information will be available as it comes out. Awesome. And as always, we'll have links to all of those things in our show notes. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Mike. And Mike. And, and, and we will see you, uh, even if it's virtually, yeah. uh, at the con. <laughs> well, I'm looking at you now, so that's, that makes me feel happy. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you so much, Dan. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Podcasting has this to say about the weekly Earth Station One podcast. Mildly entertaining. Not nearly as exciting as the popping of bubble wrap, but slightly better than listening to Vogon poetry. Be mildly entertained by Mike and Mike as they tackle an assortment of geeky topics each week. Check out the Earth Station One podcast and let your inner geek out to play. Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different with the ESO Network Patreon. The cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO network. And we're back. Again, thanks to Dan Carroll for uh, giving us a lot of information. Guys, um, you know, we talked about it, you know, prior to uh, the decision. It took, it seemed like it took months and months for this to finally happen, for them to announce that it was the, the physical uh, con was going to be canceled. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, Jen, we'll start with you. What, uh, what are your thoughts about uh, this year's Dragon Con being virtual? Well, I knew it was a, uh going to go the way that it did uh but being like you know working in events for as many years that i have and uh watching other events that i had scheduled for this year and 
how close to when it happened that they had to wait to make any sort of announcement. Like, I just knew it wasn't, we weren't going to get concrete news till about the time that it happened. Uh, and I also, <laughs> I wondered if I had like this odd feeling back last fall, because this was the first year when I got back from Dragon Con where I didn't immediately book my hotel room. I didn't already have my badge purchased. Um, really? And like, yeah, I was like, cause I was like, I don't want to deal with the Hunger Games. I don't want to fight. <laughs> and, and then I told my group, I was like, Hey, why don't we just not stay in a host hotel? And everyone <laughs> was looking at me like I had drank something funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is a possibility at Dragon Con. And then yeah, Jen you know. ripped off her face to reveal her true form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, so I just, I, for some reason, I was like, I'm going to take it easy this year. Uh, I did not feel the stress to book a place to stay. And like, I kept looking occasionally, but something just told me not to pull the trigger. Wow. And uh, serves me right for giving so, you some apple pie last year. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful I didn't because I don't have to deal with, I mean, I would have rolled over everything. Um, had I already had uh, that money invested, um, well, if if we had been at one of the hotels allowing rollover, uh, but um, I think all of the yes. host hotels are allowing rollover. I know yes, that but uh, it's, there's some of the overflows haven't stated what they're doing yet, right. and I know you know if you're an Airbnb person, that's not rolling over. Yeah. Uh, no, I know so. over because we're we were staying at the Ritz Carlton and we basically had to cancel our reservation and then uh, the week of October first we get to do the Hunger Games again. Yay! Because <laughs> they're they're not doing rollover. I had uh, a nice little discussion with the uh, group marketer there, and you know she just said that they were not set up for it or that they were not honoring, you know, just rollovers till next year. And they said they have a ton of the guests for the Dragon Con stay at the con because Dragon Con books two of the floors for, you know, the celebrity guests. And so basically they said those are even canceled that, you know, they have to cancel those and then rebook them for, they're already making arrangements for 2021. So what you're saying is I should try and stay at the Ritz next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> if I, I want to have some fun elevator run-ins, that's where I need to go. <laughs> well, I can say I can say from last year, staying at the Hyatt, I ran into a ton of uh, guests on mm-hmm. the elevators there. Uh, that almost every elevator ride. I knew like, I recognized somebody. So they do use uh, the Hyatt still. Uh, for mm-hmm. that well, well, I know they've got those quieter towers there too. Right. So. Um, oh, those are the ones with the ants. No, nope. Not going to say those. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, they were guests, Mike. Um, uh, everybody wants to participate in Dragon Con, especially uh, with apple pie there. Uh, ants love apple pie. Mm. Yes. That's, why, yes, they, they that's why they show up at picnics. Um, I uh, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> he said it. I didn't. I was. I'm not, I'm not, I said I'm, that. Yes. I'm not even a little bit embarrassed for myself. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, the experience with the because I I booked the Westin to stay at this year. Uh, the experience was actually pretty painless. Uh, I had to cancel 
this year's and in which case all the money that I had given them was refunded back to my account. Um, and then I had to book, I had to email them and say, I want uh, a room for next year and give them some specifics. And then uh, they were to take that amount out the same amount that they gave me, they were going to take out for. So it's a very early uh, deposit for next year uh, of everything. And so, uh, and true to form on the 20th, uh, they took everything out. So, uh, so I, so, I, so I have nothing so in my account now. <laughs> basically the Weston giveth and now it taketh away. Take it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does that mean they're not raising the con rate for next year? No. Uh, they're, they're looking at this as a deposit and it's they did deposit. actually, they did raise the rates actually, because even yeah. though they returned uh, my money, I noticed that the rates for the rooms were $5 more than they were last year Ooh, so, five whole uh, dollars yeah so, uh yeah but spread that out over five nights for every room in the hotel and yeah. and depending on what the taxes and fees are going to be um i do you know i'm going to go there and, and probably have to lay down some money when i get there as well so oh yeah so um but i've got a room for next year so uh i'm good with that and uh um and i i think now the the Westin is owned by the Marriott company, so yes. uh, I would imagine that all three hotels that are owned by Marriott, which is Marriott, Westin, and I believe Sheridan, correct? So is the yes. Ritz, so is the Ritz Carlton? Okay, well the Ritz Carlton is not an official hotel though, so no. Um, so, but I would imagine that the experience is the same for the other two hotels, Marriott and the Sheridan. Uh, I don't know for sure, but uh, I believe that, and then. Uh, I also know that the uh, the Hyatt and I believe the Hilton are doing something similar. So obviously, if you're staying at one of the host hotels and you have not worked it out with uh, them yet, uh, please, uh, you know, uh, call them. There's numbers uh, on DragonCon.org that you can contact the hotels because in, in, in many cases, like I didn't have a lot of luck when I talked because I talked to someone at the Marriott uh, service first and they had no clue what was going on so then i contacted the group person at the marriott uh and they were very helpful and they took care of everything so so um so it does depend on who you talk to there some people at the hotels might give you completely wrong information based on my experience it's always best to ask for group reservations yes yes no matter which hotel you're at yep Yep. Good call there. Good call there. So, uh, so the hotels are covered, uh, for next year. Um, I know a lot of people are concerned about their badges. Uh, as Dan pointed out, uh, a little earlier, if you have a badge for 2020, uh, you can, as long as you, you know, don't cancel, you will have that badge for 2021. So, uh, you know, uh, as far as when 2021 memberships are going to go on sale, uh, that I'm not sure of. I mean, you can still buy a 2020 badge up until August 1st. So oh, I thought it was the 15th. Uh, Dan it, said the first. No, it's he, uh, oh, maybe no, the rollover. Actually, oh, sorry, Mikey. He said basically, if you purchase it by the first, you're getting a special gift. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> a gift with purchase. Exactly. A gift. A 2020 <laughs> badge. Exactly. When they <laughs> when they be... announced that, we bought ours. Mm-hmm. I, when I, they announced that it would roll over and come with 
the badge for this year and a special bonus thing. Yep. We were like, you know what, screw it. Let's buy our tickets yeah. now, and sure. then we're covered. I'm, I'm actually thinking of getting a badge myself just because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what this gift is, but I yeah, don't. exactly. Uh, you know, as a guest, I don't think I'm going to be getting anything. Uh, so it's, um, it's a letter signed by Dan Carroll just saying thanks. <laughs> you know what? That's frameable. That is frameable. That's special. <laughs> The description on the website does say will not be available anywhere else or for purchase. It does. So, it does. Uh, yeah. So these will be on eBay five minutes after they are received. <laughs> Damn yes, straight. Uh, the website in particular <laughs> says you will be sent your 2020 badge and an exclusive piece of Dragon Con merch as a thank you for sticking with <laughs> It's a piece of the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> they found some roll of carpet and they're going to put little like one centimeter by one centimeter triangles attached to the badge. It, it's a lady. You know how many people would like scream mm-hmm. with glee if they stop I know, that right? It's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a bad idea at all. But it's going to be funny as hell. People who are going for the first time was like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Why are they sending me this garbage and they throw it out or something? Well, I mean, you don't want a copy of the Doppler radar of, of Kaka carpet. Oh, so, well, know. no. Definitely not. Uh, they do have 2020 merchandise uh, available in the, the uh, online store, including Dragon Con- it's Dragonizer hand sanitizer. Uh, so you can you can buy Dragon Con hand sanitizer if you like as well. It um, you. I I don't know. I don't see here what the 2020 design of the shirt's going to be. So it's possible that you'll just have to wait and see what that's going to look like. I, uh, I thought I saw somebody write somewhere that they'll put up that stuff when it gets closer to virtual con. Yeah, yeah. that's probably true. Yeah, it's it's probably got a dragon on it. I'm just going to take a stab in the. <laughs> <laughs> a virtual dragon. A, a dragon, hopefully with a PPE on. Because that would be pretty appropriate, like a mask. A dragon with a mask. There, there, there is a dragon with a, pee-pee, a mask being sold right now. There you go. See? Uh, somebody posted it in the unofficial group today. I mean, when we all think about 2020, what are we going to remember? This. So, there you go. <laughs> um, I do know that other events will be going on as well that are related to Dragon Con. Dan mentioned that they're going to you know, figure out a way to do the masquerade. They're, they're figuring out a way to do the parade, which is pretty amazing. Uh, all the tracks will be participating in panels. Uh, my um, Dan didn't get into the specifics, although I have heard, and you know, this could change, of course, like, just like anything else with Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. It can change as we get closer to the event. But I understand that DCTV will be comprised of four channels. Uh, one channel will be main programming, which will have uh, like your main programming, big guests on it. Um, the other, uh, one of the other channels will be uh, track related and they are asking each track to contribute uh, three or four panels and they'll just run those on that channel. Um, so you're talking about what, 25, 30 tracks. Each one has got uh, three or four panels uh, that's a lot of math. So that's a lot of panels that are going to be available on that channel, right? So, uh, so you've got that. Uh, there'll be a channel for performers. 
So uh, bands that are, um, uh, you know, um, that are linked to Dragon Con, so you can expect Voltaire to show up. Um, uh... Crux Shadows. <laughs> Crux Shadows. Yeah. Exactly right. Can we get the Crux Shadows uh, pixies to come to each of our houses and dance just outside, you know, just... Yeah, make well, us feel like we're at the con. As long as, they're, as long as they're keeping six feet away, we're all yeah, wearing masks. That's, yeah. that's usually the distance we keep to them anyway. I, mean, uh, I definitely would want to see them wearing masks, totally. <laughs> yes, yeah. totally, totally. I love uh, Crux Shadows. They're fabulous. So, me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I pick on them because I love them. I am. I, they're one of the things that just make Dragon Con Dragon Con, mm-hmm. right? I can't yep. imagine it, Dragon Con without them. That would be weird. Um, you would be like, so, where's okay. Crux Shadows at? Where's the music? It's What's not going blaring. on? <laughs> so, uh, and then another channel will be uh, uh, classic, uh, classic uh, material that they've had in the vault. Some of this, some of these panels haven't been seen, like you know, since they originally were filmed at Dragon. Ball. Wow. So, uh, so we'll be seeing a lot of a lot of that stuff too. So, uh, now that could that could change. There could be, you know, like I said, a mix. And and I know a lot of. Um, uh, panels or tracks are, are doing other um, uh, events outside of that. So um, uh, without going into too much specific detail, um, I know that I've been asked to provide some material for the comic and pop art uh, track. Uh, so I will be working on a, a panel for them. Uh, I know that uh, Earth Station One and Earth Station Who will be participating in uh, some live event panels uh, I don't think those are going to be as part of the main channel, the official DCTV. I think those are going to be done outside of that, but I don't know. That sure. Don't say that, Mr. Mike. You never know where we're going to be popping up. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> oh, stop so, it, Darren. Uh, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. So we will no, have... Uh, to you, it's popping out. It's not popping up. That's out. true, <laughs> especially right now. Exactly. So... As Dan mentioned earlier, too, I'm pretty excited because, you know, as, as, as I said, for being a guest for the last uh, 10 years, there's a lot of panels that I wasn't able to attend. So, uh, you know, there's no lines, there's no fee. So if you want to see all these panels of the past with, uh, you know, these great talents, now is an opportunity to do that, which I think is pretty amazing. I've only made it to like three panel tops every con if i've been lucky so mm-hmm. <laughs> this would be great I mean, it's a great opportunity you just have to turn the channel you don't have to walk a mile and a half yeah if they could 10, only thousand people to get to a con if they could only figure out a way to create like a virtual queue that people had to wait in an hour to, to, before the panels uh, that, don't that don't. would that would don't make give it feel them more ideas like, don't give make them ideas, ideas <laughs> that because it could feel more like dragon con don't you think uh, no the internet will be so slow <laughs> well i already heard for this weekend at san diego people are already queuing up for hall h so it's okay six feet apart of course. Does the line reach to Anaheim? <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, I thought somebody uh, erected a Comic Con shrine across the street from the event center. Wow. Well, oh, the, <laughs> the poor FedEx guy. Who's going to kidnap him and <laughs> feed him drinks this year and put googly eyes on him put and googly he's... eyes all over him and <laughs> put oh, a traitor, I... traitor, uh, uh, Sam's uh, layover. <laughs> I, I, now watch somebody from the cult of John is going to be one of the people who ends totally, up totally. still going down there. I would, and does ma- a little I would imagine the, the, the cult of the carpet, the, the cult of John, the cult of trashy, 
are are already trying to make plans for what how what they're going to do for this virtual. Yeah, can we experience. give them some helpful advice, guys? If there aren't a hundred thousand people to stop the line of sight of security for what you're doing, do be cautious. <laughs> Just saying. Um, None of, of us course, have bail money. <laughs> of course, one of the things that DragonCon is known for uh, most of all is the parties. Um, that seems to be something that is going to be hard to replicate virtually. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts about how that might be accomplished? Or mm-hmm. I do because um, since I'm I'm not part of the party scene, but um, I go to gay bars and gay bars have been keeping themselves afloat by doing events online with music. You know, DJs just playing out of your computer or however you're tuning in, like like a Zoom meeting in a way. And I know. Um, DJ uh, Glogo Bear has done some of those, and I know uh, DJ Spider has done a few of those. I've seen one of uh, DJ Spider's. Uh, so it'll just- be a party in your house. So it's <laughs> it's like the '80s. You're dancing with yourself. Well, exactly. And nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. And so. it's almost as good as what they're calling for the virtual parade this year. And you're walking through your living room. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't know how that's going to work. You're just going to march around with your phone like out here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think maybe it would work the way that we've been seeing those compilation drop the brush videos. Yeah, that would work. Like I could see it just be a really long version of that. Um, it is a whole one bunch of the- cosplayers did that for George Perez's birthday, I think. Uh, they did a whole bunch of George Perez character cosplays and did the whole pencil. It was a pencil, not a brush, I think. Or maybe it was a paintbrush or something. I think one of the first things before Dragon Con itself announced that they were being canceled, there was a few things that announced, you know, before that, that it was not going to happen. And one of those was the Dragon Con group costume shots. Yeah. Um, and I, I have no idea. I've not heard if they're trying to put something together somehow or... Um, they haven't announced it if they are. Nothing's yeah. been announced on that. I know that they that it was first like it was a little bit of them individual um shots were being cut and then the whole like the superhero costuming forum folks came out and said we're canceling the big DC and Marvel shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's no way to social distance doing that. Yeah. You're all no, crowded up all. to take a photo. It's just <laughs> like this cons you can't social distance i don't care what you're trying to do so this was just an obvious thing that needed to be cut and since it wasn't an official quote-unquote part of dragon con they could go ahead and make an individual call on that i i think it's a smart idea though that they did change it to a virtual con overall totally. i think you know we've been talking off the air between all most of us here saying you know we think it was a smart thing to do and it was just a matter of when and it was just, and the time came and I think it's perfect that they did that. Yeah. I mean, I was, the only reason I was torn uh, about having a virtual dragon con or no dragon con was the fact that I just love dragon con so much. Um, And I, and I knew that, you know, unfortunately the state that we're in and I, and I mean that, uh, figuratively as well as literally <laughs> literally <laughs> uh the state that we're in uh will make it very difficult for events to cancel mm-hmm. um and i give them a lot of credit for making that happen despite the fact that there are some powers that be that would probably want it to happen well even if it 
did happen, there's also a matter of who's coming as a guest. Well, exactly. Because so, so many people's jobs in the entertainment industry also got postponed and pushed back. Mm-hmm. And so they have free time. Well, no, I think that that's probably the time that it they'll be. be going back to work yeah. to finish. Well, exactly. And then also a lot of the celebrities um, are either based in Canada or Europe or Asia. And they can't get here. They cannot get here. Exactly. And so that makes it even more. I mean, you can say goodbye to any Doctor Who guest you were thinking about having. They are, you know. Well, exactly. Well, you can, you could before, you can have almost anybody now. No, exactly. Uh, the no. great the great thing about having well, yeah, virtual, virtual Dragon Con with panels is that through the, the magic of Zoom, uh, <laughs> which we're using now, so thank you, uh, Zoom, um, we, they can have anybody as a guest that they want. Um, so I, I'll be really curious to see who they come up with as far as uh, main programming, because that should be pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as far as DragonCon goes, I mean, we've all talked about how much, you know, we love the guests, the panels, the fan interaction, the uh, exhibitors hall, the dealer room, the 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 pop art the artists seeing the comics and all that kind of stuff which the arcade the arcade yeah. very good the gaming area mm-hmm. um and but when you ask most people what they like about dragon kind the number one thing is i like hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. i like hanging out with people that i only see once a year even if we live in the same state <laughs> uh you know um and that's going to be pretty hard to virtually replicate uh, you know, um, especially in this, uh, you know, we can all watch the panels, but, um, you know, we're all doing it separately. And but although uh, we could probably get somebody to host watch parties. Yeah. Watch parties. Yep. I think, I think watch parties are a great idea. I think, uh, I would like to see something akin to watch parties, um, that, that Dragon Con was sponsoring just to try to get some more fan interaction. Um, it's just, it's just how how much nerdage can the internet take, sir? <laughs> well, it was it yeah. was built and created by nerds. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> how much individual watch party dumb do they need to set up, or is that just going to be on us to set up? And I'm fine with that. I don't think that should necessarily be on DragonCon. They've got enough on their plate right now doing a 180 degree turn on how to do an event right now. So, so one of their social media people could set it up on their official page or even the group page. Yeah, because I know they have it has a watch party button in all the groups and stuff now. So cool. Yeah, so just make it available for a hundred thousand people. But if it's free, <laughs> God knows what it will actually wind up being. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dan talked about the attendance was scheduled uh, to be over ninety thousand this year uh, with the memberships that they had already pre-sold and everything, and you know, with vir- going virtual, it could it could be like. Three times is that. <laughs> well, if, if since it's virtual and it's free, just think of people. It's wetting people's appetite for next year, pretty much. And, sure. You know, it's like, oh, this is. Think about if you're seeing this virtually. Imagine what it's like being there in person. You know that type mm. of thing, and it's almost perfect way of selling the con, and it it is a great way to think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in this day and age of social distancing, unfortunately, I think it's just it's just a tragedy, a, a tragic element of what 
what has to happen. You know, I mean, unfortunately, as much as we would love to have that interaction that we get at conventions, it just can't happen right now. Which yeah. is it's probably the saddest thing of all, really. So well, and, and and that's why, yeah, that's why, you know, it's hard for me not to be as excited as I am that Dragon Con is going to continue. And I, I feel optimistic that it's going to be still a great, a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to be a little bit sad about, uh, about the fact that it's, it's Dragon Con, but it's not really Dragon Con, right? Well, yeah, but I think we also have to focus on the positive stuff because yes, missing obviously. a big event in person with your friends is depressing enough. <laughs> so so we have to focus on the positive. The positive news is on CNN today, there was an Oxford trial of a vaccine for this thing. And it looks very promising right now. It's moving to phase three testing, which is pretty good. They think it's safe. They think it is going to work. So that is positive news so that we will have con in 2021. And all of us who procrastinated on costumes, we have a whole other year. Totally. You're still going to procrastinate. procrastinate. Yeah. Well, right now, we all those cosplayers out there, and I am I'm talking to myself, too, we have to lose the COVID-30 that oh my we God, gained yes. from working from home and not moving half as much, right? So we hate our commutes, but you know what? They got us out of our houses, and they got us in – into cars and out walking and it's like you miss that exercise even just that little bit yeah. and you like turn around and go you know what these pants aren't so loose anymore i should get on the scale oh jesus christ mm-hmm. you know that's and, not and a number like, i've okay. ever seen before yeah <laughs> that's yeah, higher I math i don't know what this is i'm not bothering the scale i couldn't do the top buttons and pants and that right there tells me all yeah. i need to know why is there an infinity symbol on my scale? Why? <laughs> Why is so, the scale telling me one at a time? Come on. So and we have that time to work on our physical fitness. Go by, you know, plug for drop by Dragon Con on Facebook. Obviously implicit, but you know. It's needed. It is needed. But we have to take care of our mental health too, you know, and get together with friends. Do some gaming online. Do whatever makes your geek flag fly. Very much so. I'm still taking that week off and doing whatever I want to at home. And it's going to be all geeky all the time. Yeah, like my group's had almost weekly Zoom meetups, whether we're playing a game or just having a conversation. And we already talked, like, that's probably what we'll do that weekend, too. Get our friends involved who don't live here as well and somehow watch (laughs) content you should issue them badges (laughs) (laughs) make them wait three hours for it go old school (laughs) tell them to go outside on their porch it's 98 degrees no shit it's 2010 all over again i know right (laughs) go to the basement of the sheridan it's a cosplay reenactment (laughs) stand around the corner of your house Uh, and mm -hmm. just wait there and i i will go around you know in full hazmat suit with a cooler and offered them five dollar waters. <laughs> Virtually. <laughs> Virtually, yes. <laughs> and and hand sanitizer. Always. Always. Damn straight. It's uh I I'm I'm really curious. I mean, the, the Dragon Con fandom, uh not to mention Dragon Con itself, but it inspires uh a lot of creativity ordinarily. Um so I'm really gonna be curious to see what comes out of this from a lot of the fans because i'm sure we're going to see some things that are are pretty unique and pretty amazing 
despite the fact that, you know, there's these, if anything, like the restrictions are going to make people like want to try to think even more outside the box is what, how they can participate and what they can do. Right. Well, I mean, the restriction of, okay, you have to wear a face mask. Well, that, you know, half of Dragon Con's already covered. They're all wearing masks. <laughs> so, you know, well, no I mean, worries on that. Let me <laughs> ask that. you two, as, as, the two, as the two folks that really, like, more participate in the cosplay aspect of it, do you plan on, on dressing up that weekend at all? I'll dress up geeky. I don't know if I'll feel like I'm not going to bust out my Aria because, you know, no. I'm in Texas and it's 100 degrees and it was enough being in Georgia wearing that last year. I'm not. I'll, I'll wear it. I geeky. haven't even taken it out of the packaging. <laughs> when I packed it up from con last year, because the last look was when she's covered in ash, mm. at the, you know, so I took that costume off, covered in all the fake ash and sweat, threw it in a bag, put it in my suitcase, flew home, and it is sitting in my costume room still in that bag. Oh, the uh, smell. Oof. Yeah. No, yeah. there's no smell. I mean, there's no smell. Well, I use scented trash bags. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> oh, that, that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to wear a face mask when you unpack that. Just, yeah. just oh, saying. just because of the fake ash that's going to come spewing totally. out the air totally. out of there. Open right. it outside. Do yourself a favor. Now, this might be the one con where I can get away with saying that I'm just going to wear geeky t-shirts every day this year, <laughs> yep. which I've tried to say every year for Dragon Con, mm-hmm. and it never happens. Never works. Never works. <laughs> Well, like I said, I do think some some groups are going to try to try to get together and do some sort of cosplay events, uh, either visually through through Zoom or you know with pictures and and slideshows and that kind of thing, videos of some kind. So, uh, I would imagine we're going to see some of that. So, yeah, I was. I was There'll be opportunities, so. I would imagine, if you guys do want to, you know, try to suit up. Well, here's a silly question: Does anybody know if? You know, since, you know, everything's been going on, is the Pulse Bar even open at the Marriott right now? No idea. Yeah. No, I, don't even, I don't even know if Trader Vic's is open. Yeah. I that, don't think Hilton. it is. I, I saw some of my uh, Tiki friends lamenting the fact that uh, they they couldn't, because Trader Vic's is only open uh, with, it has some sort of conditions with how many people are in the staying in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So it's not a restaurant that makes its own decisions. It has to go by whatever the hotel's dictating. So, gotcha. and I and I think right now it's it's not open, and I don't know if they have a date yet. Uh, well, isn't the were... rule in Atlanta still fifty people mm-hmm. max as as a gathering? So I, think I would so. think the Pulse Bar probably shouldn't be open. Wow, yeah. y'all have fifty. Ours is ten. Yeah, wow. ours should be 10. <laughs> ours ours, should be 10. No, ours yeah. has been 10. Not, not to March. take a tangent, but ours should be 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been 10 since March. Yeah, ours, uh, uh, mm, don't. Mm, <laughs> um, um, yeah. There's a reason why we're kind of a hot spot. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but but that I think to that end though that made the decision even easier to cancel and be, go virtual mm-hmm. this year. So uh, so in some but ways that just no way to do a con and say social distance yourselves. Yeah. There's just no way. Uh, I mean, there's been a few events that have taken place over the past few months, like in Florida. Yes, and I've seen people's reviews of them and even a video, and it's like I know this is supposed to be a smaller event with maybe. 2000 max people showing up but even then it's like i can see 20 people in this one aisle yeah in the, in the vendor hall i don't want to be in that no i don't want to be in it i don't like the crowd in the vendor hall during a normal year 
now, no. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't I even get con crud most years. Yeah, and that's with me taking care of myself, eating plenty of vegetables, drinking plenty of water, taking my vitamin C. And- I mean, con crud's a thing. It's not a legend. Yeah. It's a thing. You go it's and you share the same air of a hundred thousand people for five days. You're going to come across a bug you've never had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, nine, year, nine years out of ten, I came back sick. See, so only one year did I miss it. And if you're especially not obeying the two one six rule, right? Of two good meals a day, one one full bath, please, and uh, six hours of sleep, your immune system's going to be run down by Monday, making you more susceptible to the germs, and then you come home and you're sick for a week. Shocker. Exactly. It's a thing that happens. Or a month. Only, or a month, yeah. <laughs> so I, it's just a thing that happens. And so I don't understand why there's this big controversy about it. When you, when you go to the grocery store and you're like, I don't want to walk down this aisle because there's three people in this aisle already. I'll just wait for a minute and then I'll go down and get whatever ingredients I need to make my chili or whatever. Just the the thought that you would be hanging out in a hotel with a hundred thousand people is just uh, shuddering right now. Well, it'd be great, you know. It'd be all it'd be it'd be fine. Just they put arrows that go one way or the other way, you know, just like yeah, they do in the grocery store. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Signs always work, Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're behind your table all the time at Dragon Con. Don't don't go there. It's true. It's yeah, true. people have a habit of looking at what's on the ground yeah. before they Remember walk. Remember the one-way controversy that happened for a month? Remember that? Yeah, I do. What? Oh, They're going to make us walk one way? Ah! <laughs> oh, God, dude. You remember, remember we had that last time? Yes. That, that's when we proved that people listen to the show. That's I know, the great right? thing. That's, that's, that's when people stop listening to us. Everyone turned into Kermit <laughs> the Frog all of a sudden. Yeah! I know. No, I saw this little old lady got yelled at at Publix the other day when we were there because she was telling some guy who wasn't wearing a mask, shocker, that he was going the wrong way down the aisle. And he yelled at this lady who had to be in her 70s. Why? Just why? Uh, Exactly. (laughs) He used the, you know, basically told her to talk granny was his exact words. Howdy. Yeah. Good morning. (laughs) Exactly. So. You know, I, mm, some folks. I know. I just try to do the, there's something wrong with you. When they start coming down the wrong way, I just turn around, but make eye contact, and then turn around and go away from them. Yeah. Oh, very much so. You give them the evil eye. You know. I, I had a family of three past me, one woman and three kids. And I know she was busy. You know, she was wrangling these children. None of them had masks on. Of course not. And, of course, the kid was coughing up a storm. One of them was. Because kids are petri dishes, <laughs> you know. I'm like, ah. So I, I left. I, I quickly grabbed my stuff. I checked out. I went home. I took everything off. It went into the washing machine immediately. I took a silkwood scrub down, as if I'd been in a nuclear waste area. <laughs> Just scrubbed everything for a good ten minutes. I'm like, nope. And then I found all the hand sanitizer I could and bathed myself in it. No, and that's the way you have to. I mean. That is. That's just the reality. And you know, and truthfully, I was still up in the air if I was going to go to Dragon Con or not, if it was going to happen. I had not sent in my, you know, letter saying, hey, I'm not going to attend and everything. And, you know, Judy had already told me that she wasn't going to come down with me. 
Mm-hmm. And but I, I love the experience. I love seeing my friends. But then all my friends started canceling, saying, you know, saying, "Hey, we're not going. We're not going," and everything. And then Dragon Con took care of it for me, so I didn't have to make that decision. Yeah, I was really thankful. It was a, a very a big uh, weight lifted off my shoulders when Dragon Con made the announcement because I was I was torn. Uh, I didn't think that, you know, if Dragon Con was going to happen, I just didn't, I didn't see how I couldn't be part of it in some way, uh, just because it's been a major part of my life for almost half my life now. Uh, so, um, and it's, it's that important to me, uh, that, uh, um, you know, it's why, it's why we do this show. Uh, that's why i do the show so but we haven't answered the big question and i don't think the big i think you know right now they're being secretive as well um you know the big question everybody wants to know when's the app out when's the app out there you go (laughs) drink everybody drink Uh, take a swig everybody at home i i i don't they're not doing an app are they they might oh yeah if you've got got to release a virtual schedule for what's going to be out there well, exactly, because I yeah. know, and I know. I mean, it's not like we're just drunk sitting up in our rooms going, what's on Dragon Con TV? Okay, I guess I'll watch this. It's, oh, it's a Farscape no, panel from four years ago. Especially because what Dan said, they're doing four channels of Dragon Con yeah, TV. Right. But just not that. Each panel is going to be doing its own programming, some live, some recorded. And I know the new media track, I've been in talks with them, and it's okay for me to talk about it that, you know, they are doing both live and recording stuff and they're going to do it up on discord where other groups are doing it up on Facebook live or other groups are going to be doing it on um, YouTube. So it just all depends. So there's going to be tons of stuff going on throughout the weekend, just like at the con. So you're going to probably have to decide what you want to see and not see. And when you want to see it. Exactly. Yeah. They'd either have to put the schedule up in the app or, or post it a, online. A page, yeah, a page on the website to it. And, and it will there be a daily dragon email to let us know of the, of the changes? Yeah. <laughs> Which celebrities so there, went home happened. sick? You know, that there there still is a newsletter. So, um, and from my, uh, I haven't seen anything from the newsletter this year. So um, I don't know if they've forgotten that they have a newsletter. No, the, the, the page it says go online. Uh, I do know, and this is kind of big news too. Um, you know, years ago, the drink of choice at Dragon Con that everybody talked about was the bucket of rum. Uh, of course, uh, recently it's been, that uh, seems to be replaced by um, apple pie. Um, now Dragon Con has taken it upon themselves to introduce an official drink of Dragon Con, which is called Dragon's Nectar. It's by Monk's Mead. I and bought. I ordered mine on Monday. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> I paid twenty dollars shipping. Whoa! <laughs> You're at the con. Yeah, exactly. that's how much it costs for you to get your bags upstairs with a porter. So there you <laughs> exactly. Go. Well, apparently it was that was the, the price of shipping to pretty much everywhere that allowed alcohol to be shipped. Like there was some states are like, no, sorry, you can't have alcohol shipped yeah. to you. Uh, but and that was the cheapest option. Well, wow. and I see on the website they are limiting each customer to a maximum of three four packs. So obviously it's pretty popular. 
Well, and I saw that uh, a lot of people, what they were doing is they sell a, uh, a mix pack and it has the, the Dragon Con mead with two other types of their mead in a 12 pack. Ah. And apparently if you, I didn't want to risk it sold at selling out. So I didn't dig through everything. I just wanted my Dragon Con cans. But then I saw afterwards, if you ordered that 12 pack, you were able to get shipping for $9 because it became a flat rate. Oh, those bastards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, I should have done that. Well, I'm starting but. to think that we need to start bottling and shipping out uh, Mike's apple pie. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've already decided that weekend I, I'll, I'll be pre, pre-making a batch of pie before the virtual con hits. You so don't want to ship mine out? I'll have Dude, our mason jar. Yours, which no. just burned through the bottles. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I don't think it's legal for yours to be sent anywhere. What, what is your problem? I think it does come under the heading of toxic materials. And no one would be able to watch any of the uh, panels or anything I, I, online because they would be sleeping. I don't get all this criticism. I don't understand where it's coming from. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, so I'm here now at the website. And yes, I check it out. We'll have a link to the website if you guys want to check it out as well. Um, the official mead of DragonCon 2020, Dragon's Nectar. Um, for a four-pack, it's $16. And that's, Ooh. of course, without shipping. Um, so it works out to be four dollars a drink, which is you know for uh, for DragonCon that's cheap actually. That's exactly. cheaper than the Pulse Bar. Yeah. Uh, also, they're they're tall boy cans. They're not like standard cans. Yes, they're true. they're taller. Uh, it does say yeah, sixteen ounces. Um, Have you gotten yours yet, Jen? It, they're going to start shipping, I think, on August seventeenth. Yeah. Oh, so you'll have it in time for Con Weekend. Yeah. So that's they were exactly. doing a. Yeah, they were doing pre-orders, basically. Gotcha. It is, uh, the ingredients is enchanting passion fruit, (laughs) heroic hibiscus, and of course, the mighty dragon fruit, whatever that is. Dragon fruit's Uh, actually a fruit, Mike. Yeah, it's a a real fruit. Okay. Uh, It's it's capitalized. I don't, I didn't. What's funny is dragon fruit's like really red on the outside, but if you open it up, it's white with black seeds. And I've seen people cut them up that they look like dice. So, you know. And it, as... Oddly enough, does it really have a flavor? Yeah, it doesn't. Not ah. really. Uh, all <laughs> blended with our glorious wildflower honey to create this special 2020 edition. Uh, so it does say, too, if you do get a mix bag, you can get the full experience, which is all their mead, and they save $20 on shipping, or you can get, as uh, Jen mentioned, the mix 12-pack, and you save $10 on shipping for half the experience. So, um, so yes, go at it. And there may be, you know... Apple pie might be a thing of the past. No. 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 <laughs> nah. No. no. Well, technically, I think they do still sell buckets of rum, too. But, you know. Uh, yeah, well, those are so watered it, down, it, though. It, it, no, it depends on your bartender. Okay, good point. There's, my there's, my there's last a, two day, times there at the uh, Hyatt bar, it was not, not the, good. You don't go, see, you skip the lobby bar and you go down one level. There's this guy who bartends every year, and he's been there for a decade. That's probably the key right there. His name is Tom, and he has a cat. And once he tells you his cat's name, and I'm not going to say it on the show, but you go up to him and you say, Hi, Tom. It's me. Your cat's name is Blah. And then he takes care. The cat's name is Blah? That's awesome. (laughs) It's a blank. But it's all, because after A, that means that he knows he's ID'd you. Uh, so he doesn't have to do it again, uh, but also he knows how you like your bucket. 
Oh. <laughs> I can do so much with that sentence, and I'm going to refuse. All right. So now that we've plugged uh, the Dragon Con uh, sponsored stuff out of the way, um, any other things that we should touch on before uh, before we get out of here on this installment of the Dragon Con report? I guess tell everyone stay tuned for updates on yeah, all this. We, for we us, will be for back in month. August, uh, hopefully a couple weeks, to uh, reveal some uh, specific information as far as how to reach the panels and what panels are we're being part of and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and if any musical performances or DJ performances get announced for uh, the virtual con weekend, I will have that info posted up on the dragon con parties, meetups and more uh, group. Nice. Yep. And everyone should be very thankful. We didn't have a guest list to read tonight. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> what do they drink to? <laughs> They can they can drink on their own. They're adults. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We don't need to torture any names tonight. So wow, it seems like tradition though. It seems weird not uh, not having that out there, not having that drinking game out there for folks. Oh, I'm sure you'll have a guest list next month though. People are sitting there right now. And they've only taken one sip of their beverage oh. through this whole show. I know. <laughs> it's got it's got to be some sort of record. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, I guess we will get out of here until next month. We'll draw a close to our sixth episode of the 2020 Dragon Con Report. Uh, big thanks to Dan Carroll for joining us and giving us the, the info. Um, and much thanks to our station crew here. Thanks again, Jen. We, we like seeing you. Always a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Darren, thank you. You're welcome, sir. Any old time. And of course, Director Faber, for which none of this would be possible. Hey, I'm just the guy who hits record. That's important. That's important. <laughs> um, we try to cover all we can with these episodes, but to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official Dragon Con website and all their social media outlets. All the tracks are active on Facebook and various social media as well. So please reach out to them as far as what they are all individually doing for that weekend. Because some of them are doing providing programming and events outside of the actual con weekend. So uh, you can participate uh, now in some of them. Uh, if you'd like to leave feedback for us, please feel free to email us at dragonconreport at esonetwork.com. Again, we can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, yes, still, uh, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now Pandora. Again, we want you to be part of the discussion, so please feel free to join us. And please sure to support us uh, through the T Public Store, filled with all kinds of cool designs. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page. And uh, also, please support us through Patreon. We love our supporters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my pleasure. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you at the con, virtually. What am I going to do with 25,000 bottles of apple pie? Ah!
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.